Bam! And just like that, back for another week. Here we go. Week number eight, Sports Dolls Podcast. Josh Dahl introducing it this time. Kind of a curveball. I think Dad's a little sour of his uh, performance last week. Uh, I, on my other hand, am feeling good. Dad, safe to say? It was um, my picks. The, the spread was really close, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what a, what an amazing week! But before we start, we got we got a our guest picker who is uh, we should introduce. Just how do I just choose the words to introduce the man, the legend, Gus Davis, finest men's basketball. Seth Anderson, not only a legend, but my cousin, Seth Anderson, back for another year. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, always an honor to be part of the podcast. Uh, I think this uh, uh, podcast is probably gaining viewers by the dozens every year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I certainly like to uh, tune in. Uh, you know, there's times where uh, I'll just be on a long trip. I got to cover an hour or something. And uh I got I, the radio is just not going to cut it. And sports radio is talking hockey. And uh, where do you go for sports? But the Sports Dolls podcast. Yeah. Amen. That. Couldn't have said it better myself. And what a smooth transition, Dad. Let's see that intro. Oh, man. yes. Whoa. <laughs> that intro was so powerful. It yeah. Punched Seth's power out. Lights out. It was electrifying. <laughs> Weren't you? Were you not moving enough in your classroom? If you, uh, if you sit still in this classroom uh, long enough, um, it really—I I call it the uh, unproductive meter. Yeah. Uh, if you are sitting too uh, long for a long period of time, uh, light goes off. So. Oh, now that's a challenge. Can you yeah. get that to happen with sixth yep. graders in the room? Oh no, no, no chance, no chance. <laughs> the younger you go, the less chance you have. No, absolutely not. That yeah, that's tough. That's tough. We just got to get up and do some jumping jacks every now and then. Right, right. But hey, look at those scores. <clears throat> this has oh. been my highest percentage week, and boy, did I make some good picks. Um, let's just start with overall saying Tennessee was going to beat Alabama, smoking those stogies. Yes, you picked that one nicely. Dang right I did. And I did not give stogies to the St. Charles women's soccer team. Figured my job was more important, but they had a big win. And shout out to them. They're going on to the state championship as section champions, state tournament bound. But back to college football, Tennessee looking good. What? I mean, let's take the results. The the spread worked for and against us um but what a fun 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 weekend um the the games you know oklahoma tcu um overtime you can't argue with that wisconsin michigan state exciting finish alabama tennessee and then finish it off i don't know if y'all saw it um usc and utah and Utah scores the touchdown. All they needed is a one-point conversion to go to overtime. Yep. Rising looks over. Nas is yep. head. We're going for two. Yeah. 
It was huge, you know, I was huge win. It was an extraordinary week for college football. So many good games, so many close games against good teams. And uh, I was talking talking with Cameron tonight just before I got on the podcast here, and she had to stop what she was watching because they were watching Game of Thrones upstairs. And she's like, hold on, can I pause for a second? And I'm like, oh, great. What are we going to talk about? She goes, Josh, can we talk about Alabama and Tennessee game? Because Georgia loves, loves when Alabama loses. But now she's like, great. Now, now we have to beat Tennessee like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, that's no gimme. So it was, it was an extraordinary week. Uh, Seth, happen to have any chances of watching some college football? Are you in high school basketball mode? Uh, no, I'm in eighth grade football mode. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we ended the season uh, four, two, and one. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I think you guys, uh, I, I, I don't even know if you sold that Alabama-Tennessee game quite as much as you even could have. What an oh. unbelievable uh, game. You want big plays. You want uh, drama at the end of the game. You want controversial calls. Um, and then, I, what was it, like 18 years since Tennessee had beaten yeah. Alabama or something? Yeah. It was almost then, as bad as like Minnesota Wisconsin rivalry there for a moment. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you can't script things like that. It's just uh, uh, it, it just happens when it happens. And uh, how cool is that? Uh, I get goosebumps every time like an upset like that happens, and oh, you yeah. see the uh, home team storm the field and take the uh, field goal post down and dump it in the Tennessee River. I was gonna say they take the goal post out Man. of it. That was hilarious <laughs> watching them just. Watch it go up the, the student section out of the stadium. It was immaculate. I, I was reading something somewhere where, uh, you know, Tennessee has an extra set of goalposts underneath the stadium somewhere. Yes. And they, um, they were prepared where if this was to happen, they were just going to let them take the field goal post and let them do with what yep. they made with it. Because, I mean, nothing was going to give them more good attention than something like that happening. Yeah. And Absolutely. what a, I mean, it looked like, you know, when Bama came back to tie it, it's like, okay, here, here we go. Classic. Um, third down, you know, Tennessee was just clutch with plays. They just, they have athletes and explosive offensive athletes. Yeah, absolutely. I was looking at something on Twitter the other day, and uh, I don't think this would ever happen, but there was a guy who was coming up with a scenario where he said, uh, you know, we could legitimately have a uh, college football playoff with all four SEC teams with, <laughs> with yeah. Alabama with one loss and winning the um, tournament, Tennessee maybe with one loss, but it being to somebody, uh, Georgia with like losing the, and then SEC whoever else. Championship. The oh, don't forget Ole Miss in there. Ole Miss, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the, the SEC is just in such a class by themselves when it comes to uh, – you know, college football and, you know, the big 10, as much as we like to believe we're a premier conference, uh, we're not touching, we're not touching them in football. We really haven't touched the ACC in basketball. Um, you know, give us women's volleyball, give us uh, wrestling, and wrestling. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, in those uh, big premier ones, uh, we're not quite competing in the big 10. No. And I think you guys did a great job glossing over the, uh, the, the Gophers letdown this week too. Yeah, well, that's why that's why I'm rocking a Michigan shirt today. Um, 
I'm just I I'm sorry. Like those Purdue and uh, Illinois, they're they're not bad teams. I understand that, but if you're gonna be the Minnesota team that we've been boasting about and building up for years, you gotta win those games. Come yeah. on, I mean, Dan, I was gonna say um, Mo did his thing. He was rush. He rushed for like 140, 150 yards. I don't know what more you want from the guy. Tanner Morgan, can you throw the ball more than 40 yards in a game? He looked horrible. Now, not taking away anything from Illinois. Their defense looked tough, and they did play tough. They got pressure on them. But if you're going to say you're one of the best teams in the Big Ten, geez, play like it. Well, I thought the the defense is doing about where I thought. They're, They're really young. They have potential. Plus or minus 20 against real teams. That's happened. However, Josh, to piggyback on that, it's just like I really, really thought we'd be dropping 30, 40 a game against just about everybody. Yeah. Oh, and so, yeah. And I think we got a little false sense of we're amazing because our preseason was a pretty cake preseason. But then we come out and we play play Iowa tough. We play Michigan State. Wait, not Iowa. No, not Iowa yet. Michigan State. We play them tough. And I'm like, all right, good deal. Like, I was not a flop or not, sorry. Michigan State's not a flop of a team, but I'm like, all right, Purdue, homecoming, we're rolling. Not the case. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's get we'll rolling on about this. That. We'll get to uh, look at the, uh, the Gophers a little bit later. Seth, you start us off. Iowa's potent offense is oh, yeah. at the horseshoe. Um. Ohio State is picked by 29. Oh, man. Uh, You guys are hitting me kind of at the right time of the year. I was just texting a bunch of my buddies in the Blue Earth area. And, uh, you know, I'm not – I wouldn't claim to be a gambler, but holy cow, Diamond Joe's is really a tough uh, (laughs) tough one to uh, ignore when you get down there a couple times. You start getting those itches to get back down there and uh, bet on some games. But, uh, you know – I just don't see this game being very close because Iowa's offense is not going to give them a chance. Um, they're going to be three and out all the time, which leaves Ohio State with the ball a lot, with a lot of clock. And, uh, you know, for Ohio State to score one touchdown a quarter better than Iowa, um, there's not <laughs> exaggeration. I, I have to take Ohio State in this one. Iowa's offense just – can't help them, I don't think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that that puts it in pretty plain perspective. Ohio State outscoring Iowa by one touchdown a quarter will almost get them the spread. Yeah, I think they're going to do that. I think they may outscore them two to one per quarter, and I don't think Iowa's scoring every quarter. I think it's a no-brainer. I think it's going to go Ohio State covering that spread big time. The one thing that I, I, I agree with both of you completely, and, and especially looking back, you know, because Iowa scored six against Illinois, they scored um, 14 against Michigan. They, you know, they're, they're not, they're, <laughs> their scoring offense is 127 out of 130. The thing is that they're so deliberate. Are they going to make enough mistakes or give Ohio State enough chances because of that? monotonous attempt at a running game and yeah. uh and and iowa's defense is def- decent um 
I, but I not enough for me to <laughs> jump over on the Iowa boat. I'm going to stay OSU like with you too. That's right. Um, Indiana at Rutgers. Rutgers by three. This is a crazy game. Man, I can't tell you anything I know about Indiana football or <laughs> Rutgers football. So this is just uh, a guy blindly throwing darts at a dartboard. Love it. Um, Rutgers is at home. Uh, what did we say? A three-point spread? Yes. That's it. Uh, a field goal is not very much. I'll take uh, I'll take Rutgers in this one. There you go. I, I wanna I wanna say something here. So three points, there's no point five here. And as we know, according to last week, there's a lot of three-point games. Um if the if Rutgers wins by three, is the the are they covering the spread? Does that cover the spread or do they have to win by four? I would like to establish this now being your new overall leader. Um, I don't want to be gypped out of any points here. You seem to think you're going to win this week. I'm, <laughs> I got the hot hand. <laughs> Keep them coming. Um, Cause I think this game will be a field goal and the Rutgers may win by a field goal. But does that mean they're going to cover the spread? Does it, okay, are, Seth, I'm going to jump in more? first because you have more family history because I know someone in your house or in your family does venture Diamond Joes. Um, I say if it's if it's a three-point win that they pick them to cover three and cover, that three is covering. That's what I, I say. All right. Seth? Uh, casino rules. Uh, if you hit it exactly on the head, if you hit it at three, exact, say I bet $5 on Rutgers to cover three points yep. and it ends up being exactly three points. They just give you your $5 back. So it's like, it never happened. No one that's, wins. A, so that's, a, that's neutral. Yep. It would and, be a draw. And, it would be a tie. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, you don't get a point. I mean, I want to get a point here. I, I, I say we establish our rule of if it hits exactly it goes towards the team because they said they'd win by three they did win by three in my eyes that makes sense they covered <clears throat> points wise for the almighty points of the sports dolls podcast the very very important which we'll, is uh, why you see a lot of lines at point five, so that you don't have that yeah uh, that. the casino makes their money that's right so our rules are if it lands exactly on it, the team covers that saying, I'm going to go Rutgers. Just wanted to establish that. Yes. Rutgers. Uh, okay. So we've that we've, we've established that. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you for um, bearing with me on that one. These two quarterbacks combined for 14 interceptions. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's that's solid. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I did really appreciate Indiana throwing that, getting that touchdown to get inside of 11 and a half last game f- to yeah, get me that one. Um, yeah, that. Algorithm has Rutgers over Indiana by five and a half. That's more than three. So I'm what? I'm going to stay in the Rutgers corner. Let the algorithm decide for you when in doubt. Algorithm. I'd still like to know what this algorithm is that he always speaks of. Is this a, an Elmore thing? Is it an Edina thing? Where did he pick this up in his uh, uh, it's, uh 
it's it's just kind of evolved over the last eight years. The uh, the categories that it rates are the strength of schedule, number of wins, off total offense, total defense, penalties, red zone offense, turnover, turnover margin, and know. scoring. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know if it were a winner, I think uh, we'd be you'd be seeing Dean down down at Diamond Joe's quite a bit. Yeah, I'd love to love bubbles with him down there. Yeah, yeah. the slots are loose down there. <laughs> slots are loose. There you go. Change, change is raining. Okay, we go to two teams in different directions, big Let's time go. different directions. Northwestern at Maryland, Maryland by 13 and a half. Oh, there we go. Man, that's 13 and a half for Maryland and Northwestern. They both don't jump out at me as uh, being, you know, football teams that I worry about on a consistent basis. Nope. Um, man, 13 and a half. I'm just taking Northwestern. I just got a hunch that, uh, you know, the Purple Pride has been hot so far in football this year. Uh, I'm going Northwestern. That's that's big, big bold. Northwestern heard me say it once, say it again. They are garbage. (laughs) They're not the tough defenses that they have in the past. They don't have soon to be WWE wrestlers on the D line. They just don't have it. Maryland, on the other hand, in my eyes, besides, I was going to say they would have covered the spread last week at 11 and a half against Indiana had that not, you know, last touchdown push that. So I'm, I'm on the Maryland train for sure. I think Maryland's going to win. They're going to cover. I think that's a, that's going to be a for sure for me. Yeah. I don't know when uh, I can go with Northwestern with how they've looked for a while. Uh, Maryland's, Maryland, uh, number 35 scoring offense against uh, Northwestern's 123. Yeah. Um, and Maryland's got some athletes. So I'm going to go with Maryland to win and not only to cover, they're, they're going it, to, it's going to be 20 plus. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a nasty game. It's at home too. So I, yeah. And enough about that game. I'm more excited about this next one. This next one, I'm, I'm so curious about the spread. Um, what a great situation for Purdue to be in Purdue at Wisconsin, Wisconsin's picked by two. Yes, they are. Which I think, uh, I, that's, I think that's home field advantage. That's about it. Uh, I'm going Purdue. I'm taking Purdue. I, I just don't have it in my heart to go, uh, Wisconsin, uh, as they say at Gopher football games, better dead than red. Yep. We'll take Purdue. I yeah this this one's tough because I want to Wisconsin has I I can never catch them I'm always completely opposite I'm like yeah Wisconsin's garbage and then they come out and they put up like 45 points granted against not a good team but I'm like dang could not be more wrong about that maybe they're gonna score this next week and then I go Wisconsin and then they play trash i i just don't know i think it's a flip of a quarter it's just you don't know how well wisconsin they can easily win this game by two touchdowns but they can also lose this game by two touchdowns that being said i'm i'm gonna freaking kick myself in the freaking heel for this but i'm gonna go wisconsin winning and covering 
I don't know why. It's a gut feeling. I just got done saying how bad they are. But maybe, maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe that uh, quarter will land on tails and they're going to be hot. It's going to be a warm weekend in the Midwest. I don't know, you know, warm weather, happy times, Camp Randall. You never know. Yeah, they looking at this, and this will surprise you, um, O'Connell, Mertz. Mertz has more touchdown passes than O'Connell. Yep. Because he scores, like, the games they go off, he throws for six of them, and then he doesn't throw a touchdown the next game. Start moving, Seth. You're blacking out. <laughs> there you go. Quick, quick sprint, and he's back. I am uh... – Seth, I'm going with you on this. I think uh, the algorithm has has Wisconsin by two. Um, that but, would hit in our rules. <laughs> but I'm I'm going I'm going Purdue on this one. Okay, so yeah. they seem to be playing well. Two uh, offenses that are starving for quarterback leadership right now: Minnesota at Penn State. Um, I think they had bigger plans on this when they made it the 630 game. Um, so. Penn State, I don't think Clifford is, is he's questionable. It doesn't sound like Morgan's going to play. It's going to be backup quarterbacks, offenses that are really struggling. Penn State's picked by five. Oof. Oh, man. You know, I, I absolutely love Mo Ibrahim. One person never brings him down. And, uh, when he doesn't play, it is such a noticeable difference uh, between your starting running back and the backup running back, which usually you don't yeah. say very often. The running back position is just not as noticeable as, as it used to be, but um, it's very obvious in the Gophers game. With him being there, it makes me less weary, but uh, with Tanner Morgan out as much as we uh, give him as much heat as we do here in Minnesota, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the Gophers are going to move the ball. It's going to be really hard if there's no threat of a pass whatsoever. Yeah. I have no idea what Penn State has. I think Penn State's going to cover, and I think it's just my uh, Minnesota pessimistic attitude of uh, the way the Gophers have let me down the last two weeks. I know, I know. I I was high, high and mighty. I'm like, this is going to be a good year. We got a lot of veteran offense, but yeah, I just. There's times I'm like, yeah, Tanner Morgan is looking good at quarterback. But, oh, man, like you said, without him, I think Penn State's going to load up the box. I think they are going to do everything in their power to make Minnesota beat them by the pass. Now, here's a golden opportunity. Young quarterback coming in there. Like, I would love to see it. Young quarterback coming in going, hey, they expect nothing out of me and just have him play out of his gourd. Because you know he's going to be getting one-on-one -on -one coverages everywhere, all game, until he starts throwing touchdowns. Which, you know, if P.J. Fleck recruited him, he brings in pretty decent recruits. Um, I hope that happens. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. I think they are going to load eight people in the box all game and do everything they can to stop Mo. I'm going to go Penn State winning and covering yeah i'm i i think uh i think mo is going to be the difference one way or another mm -hmm. um you they uh i i i think this is going to be an ugly game ugly slow moving 
Um, I think Penn State's going to win. I do not think they are going to cover, though, just because I don't have faith in their offense either. So I'm oh, I'm going to stay in the Minnesota camp, not to yeah. win. but One not. more week. Hang in there. Yep. That's a, he's a colder response if I've ever heard one. Yep. <laughs> he's saying, hey, the ship's got some leaks, but I think we may be patching him up. We still That's got a motor. He just grabs the paddle and keeps rowing the boat with everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like... It's like uh, just just like a go. He was just at Gophers uh, practice, and he just knows they're fired up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Clemson, Syracuse at Clemson in the ACC. Um, good matchup, Clemson by thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, before I make a pick here, I I used to really love Clemson, and I used to love Dabo Sweeney. Um, I think it was because they were like the anti-Alabama for such a long time where you just wanted to see somebody else win. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's rubbed me the wrong way recently with Clemson is uh, you ever see them run out of the tunnel? Yeah. And, Down the hill. And uh, Dabo Sweeney is the first one out of the tunnel by like 40 yards. And then the rest of the team comes in after him. So that's rubbed me the wrong way about Dabo Sweeney. At least PJ Fleck runs out with the team. Um, so it's hard for me to buy into the, uh, the dabble and cheer for him. And they've had some really good fortune go their way here in some close games this year. Um, and I didn't know this until I just looked it up like uh, two minutes ago. Uh, Syracuse, obviously a a highly ranked team that they're undefeated. So 13 points. What did we say? Is it 13? Is that what you told me? Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of points. I'm taking, uh, Syracuse to cover the uh, 13. Give me Syracuse. Yeah. I, I think uh, Dabo needs that 40 yard head start. He's, <laughs> he's, he's not, he's not the athlete that PJ Fleck is like PJ Fleck. I swear he's going to strap up those pads. One of these practices and we're going to see it. Cause that guy, he's still got zip. He's still got quickness. He's, he's a built coach. That's for sure. So he can stick <laughs> with those guys running. That's, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> um, if we need a quarterback, he might step in this week. Who knows? Hand the headset off, take a helmet and off we go. Um, I still love Clemson. I'm, I'm a big BYOG fan. Got to keep bringing your guts. Um, ah, oh, man, you're right though. 13 is a lot against a good team. Boy, you're Clemson? stalling on this one. I know. Cause I don't want to go against Clemson. My gut says to go against them. But I should have worn their shirt. But I'm gonna be my. I'm gonna bring my own guts. I'm gonna go go with that and say, hey, Clemson's here. They're they're gonna be the real deal, and they're gonna win and cover. That's gonna, that's a big pick for me right now. Um, we'll see. That may be uh, tearing me tearing me up or down. We'll see. Algorithm has Clemson by seven. Um, they they do have a common opponent. They both played uh, NC State. Uh, Clemson won by 10, Syracuse won by 15. Whoa. And, uh, both different days, different environments. Yep. And so, you know, it, it, this is, I think this is going to be a fun one to watch. Um, I'm going with, uh, I think Clemson's going to win, but I do not think they're going to cover. I'm going to go with you, Seth, go with Syracuse. All right. Keep keep giving me that hot hand. Let's see what happens. <laughs> For the lead the in the uh, Big yeah. 12, we jump to a different conference. Kansas State 
at TCU. TCU, even after that big win at home, still only three and a half. That's right. Uh, I have no research on this. I have no <laughs> birds on the shoulders that uh, give me bias one way or the other. Uh, give me uh, TCU. I like a good acronym. That's right. <laughs> Amen to that. Um, yeah, I was impressed. I actually did uh, watch some of that game last week uh, against Oklahoma State. I, I was happy to see that the spread definitely helped me because it was a three-point game and a four-point spread. Absolutely loved that. Um, but they're tough. I mean, they're coming off a big win. I always get nervous about the hangover effect, okay? Playing against Syracuse, or not Syracuse, Kansas State. But I think they're going to stay hot. Keep keep the hot hand rolling like myself. We're going to go TCU. Give them the eye. <laughs> Those cats don't have nothing on you. TCU. Wow. Yep. Um, still hard for time. me to get used to Adrian Martinez in a K-State um, uniform. First time ever, and I know the algorithm doesn't mean a lot to y'all. It does. Um, it I, is the a, bread and butter to me, Dad. There's a lot of math going on here. And for the first time ever in eight years, the algorithm came up a tie. Exactly 105.5 rating scale. Um, oh. So that, to me, gives it to K-State. So uh, I'm, I'm going K-State and Adrian Martinez. All right. See, that's why you got it. The first time I ever saw the uh, TCU Horn Frog symbol was at the uh, College World Series. Oh, and yeah. uh, the funny thing was, uh, I believe they were playing uh, South Carolina at the time. And uh, Alex's only request is that uh, Grandpa bring him home a uh, Go Cox t-shirt. That's it. And uh, Grandpa went up, bought a Go Cox t-shirt. <laughs> I don't think he had any realization what he had just done. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, nothing Nothing better than the I heart Cox shirt. Uh, that was, that was the glory days. Oh my gosh. And uh, man, I would love to go back uh, to Rosenblatt. I know it's not the, the old, but the new one, but that man, that college world series, you, you'd see some stuff there, some good baseball and some other things. Yeah. Dean might even be able to use that uh, rating scale on some of those uh, college gals they see in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, I don't know I that. I, I think they're dying to know and be like, hey, ladies, um, I have this algorithm. Yeah. Came up with it myself. Let me tell you. Pretty good. Turnover ratio, key. They're probably like, tell me more. I'm locked in. <laughs> okay, on that, <laughs> let's jump to uh, this one. Um, Mississippi State at Alabama. Mississippi State is not a bad team whatsoever. Uh, yeah, five and huge. two, uh, and Bama coming off of a very disappointing loss. Um, yeah, Bama by 21. Yeah, that's that's a big spread for this game, I think. Man, uh, 21's a lot in the SEC. There's been a lot of wild, uh, wild games in the SEC. They're just so unpredictable. There's just so many good athletes in that conference. And anytime you just throw good athletes against good athletes, you know, anything's going to happen. You know, it just comes down to who doesn't shoot themselves in the foot with turnovers, you know, who's able to sneak out a few big plays and big moments. And 
Um, you know, Mississippi's big plays. I mean, they make a couple big plays and big moments and that might shave it under 21. Um, I, I, I want to go Mississippi state on this. I just think 21 points against an sec opponent who's, um, fairly quality. Um, that's a large margin. Um, I'll go Mississippi state. I, I wish it wasn't that big. Um, because I, in my days down in Alabama and ever since then, the two years I was down there and I continue to watch this game that they play Mississippi state for some reason just plays Alabama so hard all the time. Doesn't matter. Um, and that's the part where I'm just like, I know Alabama is going to want to come back and they are going to want to throttle whoever I would be terrified of playing Alabama right now because you know, they are absolutely locked in. They know they have to win out to have any chance and they are going to do that. Um, gosh, again, just like Clemson with the big spread in a big game, I'm going to go Alabama winning big. I think they're here to cash checks, break necks and bring home a big sec win roll tide. Yeah. And on paper, uh, they have, they've played two common opponents, uh, both played A&M, Bama won by four, MSU won by, I had to do the math in my head, 18. Uh, They both played Arkansas. uh, MSU won by 23, Bama won by 23. So this is pretty even. I think the difference in this and in is being underscored is Will Rogers. Uh, first of all, what a great name to have from the South and be the quarterback. Um, he's having a year, 23 touchdowns. And I'll say it again, Josh, I come here and this just astonishes me. And we saw it against Tennessee penalties. Bama makes so many mistakes. 129 out of 130 in penalties in NCAA football, 101 for giveaways in the turnover margin. You you just can't, you can't do that regardless of how good you are. So I think Bama's going to win, but I don't think they're going to cover. I was going to say, some would say you can't win many games being bad at penalties and turnovers, but yet Alabama still somehow does it. With a Heisman quarterback. Yeah. 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 They're, I was going to say, they may not be saving smartest, most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Gosh, I'm really just drawing a blank on this one. Um, You know, focus. They're they're not. Discipline? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Most disciplined team. So, clearly the penalties are showing that i don't know i think they're gonna come out with a fire under their ass and let it rip i hope so boy after we got done with the first two games uh we couldn't agree on anything it's gonna something's gonna change in this uh the picks this week yeah um you know a couple of wild ones those big spreads taking the over who the heck knows um like i said I, i might be riding my hot seat a little too high right now um or I'm just going to come back white hot next week. <sighs> Stay tuned to either hear me very excited and rub it in everyone's face or be brought down to reality and back bottom three in uh, the overall ratings. We'll see. Seth, which, uh, which of your picks, which game in your pick are you most confident in? 
Oh, you know, I, if I was to pick one, uh, looking at the, there was one, I think the one that doesn't bother me the most, one thing I like to do is if you pick against the Minnesota team, you're happy when they win. And then mm-hmm. you're like, well, I knew they were going to lose if you get that one right. You yeah, know? right. So, you know, that one is obviously one that will be in my mind. But um, I feel the best about the uh, – man, I think the Penn State one. I think I do think Penn State's going to win. Okay. So. Josh? That's that's very true. Um, honestly, I, I, I feel very comfortable with the OSU pick. I, I think they're going to roll over Iowa. I feel very confident, even with a 29-point spread. I'm uh, I'm putting my hanging my hat on Maryland. I just think uh, they're they're going to crank it up and keep cranking it up. Yeah, I just looked at all my picks. I took the over on everyone. Yeah. Um, oh, look at me go. Uh, that that's scary. I was going to say push that over. Um, that makes me nervous. That means every every game that we picked, um, yeah, has to go its way, which tells me it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> So, like I said, uh, I may be short-lived on this hot seat, but I'm enjoying it while I'm here. It feels good. Seth, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, what what uh, can we expect on the uh, Wasika Hardwood this year? Uh, when I figure it out, I'll let you know. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll be uh, young. We'll be uh, decent ball handlers. We'll be able to shoot a little bit, uh, but we won't have really anybody over 6'1". Mm-hmm. My kind of team. I like that. Just grind it out. Just make them ball hawks. Just have a team of <clears throat> honey badgers. Just hunting that ball. <laughs> if that ball is below the waist, that ball is gone. You got it. <clears throat> and John Wooden style, run it up, up and down the court all season long. <laughs> there's there's my spare time coaching. to come, coach. Do you have any spare time to come up? Uh, we'll call it a training. You can do some OT on the kids and then uh, yeah, jump for sure. And, uh, I got I got Thursday, I got Thursdays off. Thursdays off. Thursdays. Yeah. All right. I'll Clear come the schedule. Up. We'll set a time. Yeah, I'm on. I'll get them pumped <laughs> up. Josh, what's your basketball career? Well, <clears throat> I played tough defense. Let me tell you. <laughs> Well, good deal, guys. Seth, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Josh, anything, any final words? Yeah, roll tight. That's all. (laughs) I was going to say, take the over. Here we go, folks. Bring that hand over that camera. We're going to go sports stalls on three. One, two, three, sports Sports stalls. Bam. And there you have it. Awesome. Fun, Fun tradition you guys have going here. Yeah, season three, like you said, I liked it. Grown by the dozens. You keep Grown adding by the dozens. dozens. And somehow you got to get this so your dad can see it. I, uh, my dad, I told him, uh, well, he's up in Silver Bay right now. He, he goes, I told him I was doing this with you guys today. He goes, hey, uh, send me uh, uh, the link and uh, I'll see if I can get grandpa to listen to it. So, hey, if, uh, push, if grandpa has enough time. Uh, maybe he'll listen to the podcast. Okay. I will, uh, I will get that pushed up to Spotify and send you the link so we can send it to send it up by the North shore. Then we're going to update them on what Spotify is, and then we will continue to educate. 
Uh, that'll be a tough task. Yeah, <laughs> baby, easy, steps. Easy, <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> All right. Well, I am going to go upstairs. Seth, as always, it's good to see you and chat with you. Good to see you guys. Yeah, hopefully see you soon with Thanksgiving coming around here. Sounds see good. Sports, Sounds good. Uh, Sports Dolls Week 8 in the book. See you guys. Ooh.